Yes, yes, yes. That's your girl, Shirley Caesar. I remember Mamba. That was an old school hymn. Very good hymn. It just talked about uh, the good times that uh, maybe that her mama, whatever she did for her when she was coming up. Um, and, different, and it just reminds me of the things whenever I was coming up with my grandmother and different things that she had going on and how she, you know, what nurturing that she gave us. Especially to me because I stayed a... A whole lot with my grandmother um when i could but i always got to the point that um uh, being so far in the country or whatever nothing but trees and and um and uh, uh cotton fields pea fields weeds and all that that good stuff from back in the day it just reminds you of hearing a song like that it just puts you back in that place of remembering that of the bad times that really it wasn't all that bad it was mostly good or whatever we just get to the point that we want things to be so fast and flip and nurturing or whatever just sitting at home um looking at the soap operas with my grandmother um as well as uh watching Gunsmoke and uh Andy Griffith and uh the Brady Bunch and so forth and stuff and I I, I am at the age now I still do that um, regardless of what the situation, it just gives me peace. Cause I remember being back then, you know, uh, my grandmother, she had uh, steel bars on her doors and her windows and stuff at one time. And she used to sit there with the, uh, the, the, the door open, the main door open. And then we would have being able to, uh, with the screen doors and stuff and being able to wait to, you know, uh, dusk or whatever, just sitting there, Allowing the rain when it rained uh, to hit on the pavement, listening to that and she humming and different songs and stuff. And then even to the point I can remember um, back in the day when my grandmother first showed me how to uh, make biscuits and um, how I used to uh, cut them out with the mason jars or even a little small glass 
or whatever little juice glasses. They ain't have no wine glasses. It was little juice glasses back in back in those days. She always had this one little juice glass that had like a little red apple on it, and I and that just reminds me of her. And sometimes when I'm feeling down and out, especially with us just losing her so um so recent or whatever, I just think about that red glass. But in the times that I had with her, just appreciating that in the aspect. This is your girl, Mental Beauty, coming at you on a Monday, December the 6th. We're just going to talk about the point of what a mama endures in life, especially when she's dealing with her kids. Um, yes, as mothers, we um, we make bad decisions on some things, but not all the time. Because mothers are the ones that most of the time just stay there and stick through it. You know, um, you got some mothers that go astray and um, don't be there and don't nurture their kids or, you know, just try to sacrifice and do things for them. But you got some moms that uh, I tell you, they just bend over backwards and, and go all out, even with the point to the point of having grandkids and so forth. I have come to realize that these millennium kids or even the kids before that, my, my son age or whatever the case may be, they are just so lost within the point and they just feel like the world owes them a living. Like they don't, I don't understand what it is when children, they don't blame the absent parent. They don't blame the absent parent. Now I could see when they, if they blame the absent parent, don't blame the absent parent because the, the absent parent is not doing there when you ex not there and you expect that parent that is uh, attentive and they're doing stuff that's just all out of the ordinary, just wasteful. Um, a lot of people don't realize that. Even with the point of my mom, she feels like that we we always praised our father with certain things. He wasn't there. Yeah, he did a lot of old crazy, dumb shit, you know, other than what she did. But at the same time, he's not continuously doing it. Like, okay, yeah, you can't punish somebody for something that they're not continuously doing. Like, just keep messing up and making bad decisions. Okay, yeah, if he wasn't there, he wasn't there. But then all this other stuff that was going on, like providing and nurturing and loving and showing respect and not treating your kids like slaves and stuff like that. That's a whole nother podcast. But I just wanted to come on here just to talk about that. Some parents don't get the the good grace that they deserve or different things that they do. And then me as a mother, I had to come to realize that I have to stop beating myself up for things that I couldn't, I was not supposed to do by myself and that goes for any other single parent like if you had kids you should you should expect that father to do things for those kids though you didn't make those kids by themselves um it it, it took two people and and it should just be just what it is just plain and simple now i've come across some women that's older like in my mom's age and so forth or whatever um that they were, they didn't care. They they made sure that their kids had. They didn't, you know, they they wanted to live within themselves or being able to nurture themselves. But their main priority was their kids. And so even with the point of like not being in my mom's life a whole lot um, coming up or whatever with different things. And the things that I did come up with that was so torturing and bad. Um, I realized that. Uh, you just appreciate 
the good things that my grandmother did and what she taught me because the simple fact is of not just being, you know, just living in the world and so forth. You want to do the same thing as, as young kids. You want to do the things that everybody else is doing. Um, you want to be involved in certain things. My grandmother, she was old school. She didn't, she watched the television. She had a certain time that she went, went to bed. Uh, we still washed our clothes out on the, um, and hung them out on the line. I can remember that. I could even to the point that even to, uh, like the intimate clothes and stuff like that, you still, even though if you had a washing machine, you still wash them out on your hands and stuff like that. Just, just the point of showing your nurturing of being a mother. Uh, my grandmother, she showed me a whole lot within that. And Lord knows I miss her. Um, especially just being off within whatever situation, because that was just like the backbone of the family or whatever. She just was a free spirited woman and she loved to pray and stuff. And she always be, would be mindful to the point of, uh, you have to watch out for people because not all times people have your best interests at heart. And it even goes down to some of your family members as well as your kids. It is, it's really sad within the point that a lot of kids, they blame the absent, they blame the attentive parent and don't blame the absent parent, especially if that parent is not there to try to be able to go through the different trials and tribulations that, um, that a parent has to go through raising kids singly. By all means, I always tell myself if, um, if I just had the opportunity to have another child with my husband, um, now, or whatever the case may be, like life would be so, so different for that child or whatever. I would give more nurturing and love and understanding of being able to explain stuff to them because some of fact is not explaining stuff to kids that hurts them in the long run when they become older because they have in their mind that that parent's supposed to be there. Like you will blame them. They, they will blame the parent for a mishap that they have going on in their life or whatever, um, as they become older, when you become grown, you were grown. And it's still up to you. If you decide that you're going to allow that, that parent or that absent parent to be in your life or you, for you to put up with the, the, the BS that they maybe have to give. It's just up to you. It's no disrespect to that parent or that, uh, that absent parent or what have you, but it's just the point that, you know, pain is pain regardless of what, but whenever you get to the point and you see that if you have an ungrateful child, a child that is uh, just old so accustomed to themselves that neglect their kids, don't take care of their kids. And the only thing that you try to tell them is, hey, listen, you know, regardless, I may be as a parent, I may have not done all the things that. I, you felt like that I should have done and all the things that I myself felt like that I shouldn't have done that I should have done. Or whatever. By all means, I never neglected my kids to the point of not making sure that they had uh, the necessities that they needed. Or even to the point of, um, you know, a place to stay, running water. You got kids nowadays that still that's going through that type of turmoil. And by all means, it's really sad. But that's just something neither here nor there. But I'm just speaking up for the single parents that have. Uh, been over backwards for their kids and done all that they say that they they needed to do or, and went above and beyond. I, I know some women now that break their neck for their kids to this day and their kids keep continuing to do old crazy old messed up stuff. And don't don't get me wrong. I understand that children have to get out and learn stuff or whatever, but not at the cost of another individual. 
not at the cost of another individual. If when you make those decisions um, in life, and that's just even with me, different decisions that I have myself have made or whatever, I got to endure those decisions. Let go for anybody. I don't care if that's uh, mama, daddy, sister, brother, auntie, uncle, cousins, and so on. Like whenever you make those decisions in life, those are your decisions. And then those are the decisions that you have to deal with. You can ask God. You can ask Judah. You can ask Buddha. You can ask Jesus. You can ask Mary and the little lamb and all that to try to help you within the situation of your decisions. You still going to have to endure those decisions, the repercussions of it. I don't care what it is. It is really hard within that um, to try to explain to people about different stuff or whatever the case may be when it comes down to certain things because you get everybody gets so accustomed to one's train of mind and then feel like, hey, I'm going to read a scripture or I, I did what I felt like I needed to do. Um, I was there or whatever, just just to the point of being there. Um, that helps out a whole lot. But then at the same time, just being there is not enough. You got to be there to be able to tell them, hey, uh, uh, don't do this and don't do that. And then a lot of kids, they get to the point that they uh, become rebellious when a lot of different stuff. And you tell them stuff that they to keep them from doing those things that's going to cause harm to them. They still go out and do it and they'll still blame the parent. It's really sad. Like, I feel like as a um, as a parent, I didn't have this much turmoil and and frustration with my kids and they are grown like when they say i'm tell you something when those older people used to tell you or have said to the point of that kids they get whenever they become grown that's whenever they become more of a worrisome like it should be love and happiness among families and stuff and especially when it comes to parents and um and children but that's not the case you got these kids now. They're so ungrateful with certain things. I had a cousin, and we was talking about that, about the kids being so ungrateful. And then, like, you have parents, some parents that play against the kids. Like, my kids are grown. That's not my my responsibility to be trying to do and, and to go through that type of thing. I, myself, I could sit up and say that, you know, at the end when my boys became teenagers, and I love them by all means, uh, they just became very rebellious and wanted to do the things that they want to do. And I wanted out like totally like, listen, it was just enough for me. Like people could say what they want to say. They can sugarcoat stuff and say, well, Hey, uh, you know, my boys are good or my girls are good and stuff like that. There comes times that you just want to go trade them back in. And I'm here to tell you like there, that's, is just get to the point that you, you get like that, especially when you don't gave all your all and you don't did all you can do. And they still still not good enough. It's still not good enough. But I tell to that single parent that has been over backwards and then done all that they can do, don't give up. Love your children and let it go. Don't don't worry yourself about different things that they have going on because guess what? When you die, you die. When they die, they die. You love them. Don't worry yourself to death about different decisions that they have made or whatever the case may be. It's just sad. Even to the point that like the, uh, some parents, especially when it comes down to mothers, they, they love their grandkids. They have been over backwards for them or whatever the case may be. But even with mine, I can speak on my, my situation with my grandkids. I used to have them all the time. Even one of my grandkids, I potty trained them on the truck with me. 
But it got to the point that even when it come down to uh, different situations with their mother, them and their kids, you know, they, they make decisions of what they got going on. I done did my time. I done served my sentence. I, I just I just can't do that no more. And I told him, hey, I love my grandkids or whatever the case may be, um, but I just can't do all that no more. And it's sad because the simple fact is, like, grandchildren need their grandparents. Because the simple fact these millennials now they they are so lost. They don't they don't want to do nothing but suck fucking and 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 uh, get high. That's all they want to do. And they're just plain and simple and being straight up with you. They want to do the same thing of what maybe their daddy did or maybe what their mama did or so forth. And you know people got to get be mindful of those type of things or whatever. You got young boys that they are they tend to live and nurture to their grandparent. Um, because some of the fact that they feel more safe that way, because if they go and be with their mama or their daddy, then it's all hell broke loose. Like, nah, I can't be dealing with that or whatever. I don't, um, when my boys was coming up, I had, uh, they had a couple of friends that live with their, um, grandparents or whatever the case might be because the mama was him and, and, and there and everywhere being back and forth, locked up in jail and stuff and strung out and all this other stuff. Like this stuff is real. And I, and I and I speak on my podcast about different stuff that because this is stuff that I go through. You can't just go to the point of talking about what you see that somebody else is going through. This is real life. This is reality. And I'm talking to myself like Yolanda. You do not beat yourself up for things that your kids have put you through. They grown. That's up to them or whatever. When my head become cold, then that's it. You can't call your mama. Hey, mama, send me. $10 or $20 cash out me this and cash out me that when it gets to the point where the parent get tired of being sick and tired and that's going to the point of in relationships with uh, your mate or even with your family but you, it gets it's bad when it gets to the point with your kids when you have to tell you get tired of being sick and tired it, it's, it's really sad or whatever and they will blame you that's even with the point of a relationship I have a friend of mine she always talked about the point that uh, she's in a relationship with this dude and they've been together for however long, but the dude always get to the point of blaming her for his mishap. He don't want to work. He don't want to cook. He don't want to clean. He don't want to take care of his kids. He want to always blame the wife for it or the girlfriend for it. When by all means back to the point, no disrespect to my friend, but, uh, she got with this man. He was married to somebody else. Like y'all got together on bad terms from the get-go. Okay. His wife, they divorced or whatever the case may be. She went on and she went with somebody else. And they, you know, living how by all means. But every time you turn around, my friend, she's always talking about uh, that what the ex-wife. This wife done moved on, got her a husband, done had a child, and they living their life. But they still want to blame the ex-wife for it. No, y'all created that turmoil. Y'all created that. Y'all planted that seed. So now you got to deal with it. It's just, it's just so many different things that we tend to we look over into the point of reality or whatever. And I say that to myself, like you have to be really mindful of the um, people that you make children with. Because sometimes if you're making kids with, and not just to the point of your dilemma and different things that you had going on or that trauma that you don't went through or what, or, or what have you, 
But then you got to deal with the point of the trauma and whatever that the father done went through. Then you done created a complete mess. Like, it, it's really sad. It's really sad. Like, I, I love my husband and death. Lord knows I do. Or whatever the case may be. If we, if, if we are blessed with a child or, or whatever that God see fit for that to happen or whatever, I'm telling you, I would never be a single parent ever, ever again. That's the worst thing ever. I'm telling you it is. Might not be the the next person, but for me, I I couldn't do it. If me and my husband we we are blessed with a child, mm our our co-parent or whatever the case may be, I even volunteer to the point of paying child support. Seeing about a child single-handedly is not where it's at. I'm telling you, it's not. Especially when they come down to the point they become rebellious. Like you you know, it's bad whenever the, the two-year-old kids now they they talking back to the parents. You can't do nothing with them or nothing. Now you got some kids that are very mindful, but this in this new new age and time, like now you be wanna really just bust them up. But you don't want to do that. You want to nurture and you want to love and you want to give respect and you want to receive respect. It don't always work out that way. I guess that's just life. Period. Like we just have to go through certain uh, trials and tribulations, and you got to be mindful and be okay with. Uh, somebody else's situation and what they have going on. But I'm telling you, it, it, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Like, I don't understand. Like, they don't, when they're in their mind, they don't really blame. They they, they, they go to the point of the blame game or, or giving to the point of a negative con- connotation or just getting to the point in their mind that's saying, well, hey, it's my mother's fault or, oh, it's my father's fault. The reason why I'm out here not doing nothing for myself. When you become grown, it's your fault. Because you have the opportunity to get out here and try to do better for yourself. But you choose not to. And that's what I did. I was like, man, I, I can't blame my mama and my daddy for the uh, way they what they had going on. I have to get out here and pound the pavement for myself and do for myself. Now, when it comes down to the point of raising my kids, of the nurturing and showing love and stuff, yeah, true enough, you know, I can even hear uh, my mom or other people's mom saying to the point, yeah, I wasn't taught to know how to love. Love, God gives all of us the opportunity to love. If you know that you can do something to show love to somebody, by all means do it. You shouldn't really have to be shown how to do that. Not to the extent of that love and that nurturing. Like some parents get to the point they love their kids too much. They love their kids so much they won't even want to have a life for themselves. I have a cousin that's like that. She she love her kids by all means so much. They grown. They got they married and everything. But she don't want to do nothing else but to the point of focusing on them. Then her, her marriage can't even go because every time you turn around, she's always dipping into their marriage and by how she's supposed to, the child's supposed to be treated. And this child grown. Like, let people, let sleeping dogs lie, as they say. You know what I'm saying? Let those kids be kids and uh, or be grown-ups be grown-ups and they learn and from their own mistakes and lie. Yeah, you can nurture and try to tell them, but not all the time they're going to be able to pick your decision. So sometimes they have to go through it in order to be able to understand what they need to learn from. It's sad. I'm telling you, you can't allow the, you can't say that um, you allow, hey, you let the village raise the kids. Ain't no village no more. The village been busted up 2,000 years ago. Ain't no village or whatever. So now 
it gets to the point that you you got to nurture your kids and tell them, hey, listen, don't do this. Don't be hanging out with this person or whatever. You need to focus on you and take care of your kids. They don't see that. That's wrong. Oh, I don't had it to the point that um, a guy had told me to say, well, that's, that seems to the point of being selfish. That's not selfish. Taking care of your kids is not selfish. That's not selfish. Now, what's selfish is if you having kids and you don't take care of them. Now, that's selfish. You got a lot of guys and even some women, they'll put their kids off on the grandparents. Nowadays, you ain't got no grandparents. The grandparents is out here uh, uh, trying to find the young boys and young girls themselves. <clears throat> it's just a lot for us to think about when we come down to the point of raising. You got to be mindful of who you have kids with. You got to try to read up on and try to get to the point of understanding their emotion and their feelings as well as your own. It's just a lot. It's a lot to think about within that situation. But I just encourage you to not give up. Pray as much as you can. Meaning like telling yourself to try to, to keep yourself motivated. To, to, to say that maybe, hey, one day, you know, maybe things will get better. But it's still up to that individual. You have to come to the point of acceptance and then just live your life. And it's just plain and simple. I know there's more people out there that's going through um, that with their grown kids than me. There's more of them going through that trials and tribulations of different things that you're telling them or whatever. You can nurture them. You can love them. You can do whatever you can for them, but it's still up to them for them to decide what they need to do for themselves. And that goes for grown people, too. That goes for grown people, too. You can tell a grown person how to do something. You can you can sit them down. You can walk them through it or whatever. If they mind and decide that they want to do it a different way, they're still up to them. They're going to do it a different way. Just being able to appreciate the people that nurtured you, which I always will appreciate my grandmother, nurtured you and love you and, and be there for you. Or whatever. I can even say to the point I appreciated my granddaddies. Or whatever. Of them showing me that how not to receive a man. Or whatever. Um, just different things in life, period. Uh I'm not saying that everything that they done was bad because guess what? If it wasn't for them, then I wouldn't be here. You just have to appreciate when people are good to you and they and they nurture you and they and they bend over backers for you, especially when it comes down to a single parent. Because I'm gonna tell you something. You know, if that parent, when it gets to the point that a mom or a dad decide to say, "Hey, listen, I, I, I ain't putting up with your bullshit no more, son or daughter or whatever. Either you get it right or else." Don't come asking me for nothing. A lot of a lot of kids look at that as uh that the parents neglecting them. No, it's just like in life when you see all these people that's homeless that side the road and stuff like that there or whatever. It's it's because it's called burnt bridges. Like people be tired of being sick and tired. I'm homeless because I went through a rough. All these signs up and these folk talking about that they hiring ain't no way in hell nobody homeless and talking about they hungry and broke. It's impossible. It's pride in the way you don't burn bridges and you can't go back there and people don't got sick and tired of your BS. That's just plain and simple. They go for with the in the point of a parent, a single parent with the kids. 
or whatever. When a when a mom or a dad say that they ain't finna do nothing else, you don't burn those bridges somewhere until hey, ain't no foundation, ain't no ain't no use to me trying to help you no more. Can't beat yourself up for a bad decision that another person made. That's just called life and reality. You have to you have to pick yourself up and keep it moving. That's just life. Period. You got to always remember and appreciate the people that uh, have brought goodness to your life and, and, and showed you the right way. And then you also have to appreciate the, the ones that have brought you bad and turmoil too as well. Because guess what? It, it allows you to understand, to make better decisions, to not be fooled up with people like that no more. When a person shows you who, you who they are, you believe them. They're just plain and simple. Appreciate the people that is there for you. Appreciate the people that has been over backwards for you. Or whatever. Even the strongest person get tired sometimes. They get tired. A lot of people don't feel like they do. I should see about this girl. Uh, she was strung out. Um, used to watch over and mentor. She was strung out real bad on pills and stuff like that. There until she got herself together. Or whatever. And I told her one day, and her parents, they were pretty well off. And I sat down and I told her, I said, listen, honey, you is very selfish. You got a whole child here, and your mom and your daddy seeing about you and your child. You out here want to get high. You be so high sometimes, you can't even change your child diaper. I said, I'm just being straight up and honest. Your mom and daddy ain't going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you. They should just cut you off. They shouldn't do nothing. Do nothing for you. Take care of that child and let you be out there on the streets. Once you lose your bag or once you lose your bread and butter, that make you think twice about how you want to treat somebody. To this day, that girl is one of my best friends on my Facebook. She has changed her life. She She's there and she's doing good. for. Sometimes the, the truth juice helps people. Some truth juice don't help some folks, though. Some truth juice break a person down so bad until they just don't, they just give up on life, period. But it's just up to you and what you decide you want to do. I wouldn't allow some true juice to tell me for to break me down and just say, well, hey, I just want to give up on life, period. I want to do better because I want to get back at that person let them know, listen, I am not what you called me. That is not how I was raised. It's just something for you to think about. There's a lot of people going through a lot out here nowadays. The Life is different. It ain't nothing like it used to be. Sometimes I feel like that when we, the way we was coming up in the older days was a better way of living than it is today. People don't look at it like that. You got folks out here want to have $200,000 and $300,000 housing. Can't afford it. They working from day in, ain't but 24 hours in a day. But you don't work 12 hours that day. You got the beige, you got to eat. You got to spend time with your family. You got to sleep at least eight hours a day. That's a whole day. It's a lot for you to think about. I have to tell myself that as well. You ain't you ain't the only one. I'm I'm struggling with it too. But we got to uh, get to the point of doing things better for ourselves as well as our family, and, and you know within in order to make change, in order for things to change, we got to change. We can't just keep doing things the same way. It's okay to cut them kids off, man. It's so it's okay to cut family members off. It's okay to cut anybody off that destroys your peace. 
Best believe that. Because guess what? They're going to come back and they're going to need you again. And I'm not saying that you always got to be the one that they they come to you. But they'll realize eventually. I don't see people. I work with hospital. I don't see people on their deathbed or whatever the case may be. And they still, they will hold a grudge until the last breath of them. You struggling to breathe and you still mean. You still want to cause hurt to people. That's why I was telling my mom the other night that, um, hey, people don't always reap what they sow. You got some people here will leave him and be nasty and grimy on their last breath. And that go for kids and stuff. How can you break generational curses whenever the kids don't want to do those type of things? They don't want they don't they don't see no change. They want to they see have that one track mind. When you tell them, hey, listen, son, or listen, daughter, you have your own mind. You can think for yourself. You don't have to allow somebody else to nurture you or tell you how you're supposed to think or how you're supposed to feel. If you want to do better, if you want better, you got to do better. That's just plain and simple. My grandma always taught me that. She always taught me that. This is your girl, Mental Beauty, coming at you on a Monday. Remembering the good times that you had with your with your parents as well as the bad. Learning from your mistakes and whatever that you have learned from, you apply it to your life in order for things to be better for you. Stop beating yourself up about decisions that your grown kids have made or decisions that or feelings that your grown kids may have. Because guess what? At the end of the day, they still gonna make up their mind to do exactly what they want to do. Y'all have a good day.
Yes, yes, yes. That's your girl, Shirley Caesar. I remember Mamba. That was an old school hymn. Very good hymn. It just talked about uh, the good times that uh, maybe that her mama, whatever she did for her when she was coming up. Um, and, different, and it just reminds me of the things whenever I was coming up with my grandmother and different things that she had going on and how she, you know, what nurturing that she gave us, especially to me because I stayed a... A whole lot with my grandmother um when i could but i always got to the point that um uh, being so far in the country or whatever nothing but trees and and um and uh, uh cotton fields pea fields weeds and all that that good stuff from back in the day it just reminds you of hearing a song like that it just put you back in that place of remembering that of the bad times that really it wasn't all that bad it was mostly good or whatever we just get to the point that we want things to be so fast and flip and nurturing or whatever just sitting at home um looking at the soap operas with my grandmother um as well as uh watching gun smoke and uh andy griffith and uh the brady bunch and so forth and stuff and i i, I am at the age now i still do that um, regardless of what the situation, it just gives me peace. Cause I remember being back then, you know, uh, my grandmother, she had uh steel bars on her doors and her windows and stuff at one time. And she used to sit there with the, uh, the, the, the door open, the main door open. And then we would have being able to, uh, with the screen doors and stuff and being able to wait to, you know, uh, dusk or whatever, just sitting there, allowing the rain when it rained uh, to hit on the pavement, listening to that and she humming and different songs and stuff. And then even to the point I can remember um, back in the day when my grandmother first showed me how to uh, make biscuits and um, how I used to uh, cut them out with the mason jars or even a little small glass or whatever, little juice glasses. They ain't have no wine glasses. It was little juice glasses back in back in those days. She always had this one little juice glass that had like a little red apple on it. And I and that just reminds me of her. And sometimes when I'm feeling down and out, especially with us just losing her so um so recent or whatever, I just think about that red glass but in the times that I had with her. Just appreciating that in the aspect. This is your girl, Mental Beauty, coming at you on a Monday, December the 6th. We're just going to talk about the point of what a mama endures in life, especially when she's dealing with her kids. Um, yes, as mothers, we um, we make bad decisions on some things, but not all the time. Because mothers are the ones that most of the time just stay there and stick through it. You know, um, you got some mothers that go astray and um don't be there and don't nurture their kids or you know just try to sacrifice and do things for them but you got some moms that uh i tell you they just bend over backwards and and go all out even with the point to the point of having grandkids and so forth i have come to realize that these millennium kids 
or even the kids before that, my my son age or whatever the case may be, they are just so lost within the point and they just feel like the world owes them a living. Like they don't, I don't understand what it is when children, they don't blame the absent parent. They don't blame the absent parent. Now, I could see when they, if they blame the absent parent, don't blame the absent parent because the, the absent parent is not doing there when you expect not there and you expect that parent that is uh attentive and they're doing stuff that's just all out of the ordinary just wasteful um a lot of people don't realize that even with the point of my mom she feels like that we we always praised our father with certain things he wasn't there yeah he did a lot of old crazy dumb shit you know other than what she did but at the same time he's not continuously doing it like Okay, yeah, you can't punish somebody for something that they're not continuously doing. Like, just keep messing up and making bad decisions. Okay, yeah, if he wasn't there, he wasn't there. But then all this other stuff that was going on, like providing and nurturing and loving and showing respect and not treating your kids like slaves and stuff like that. That's a whole nother podcast. But I just wanted to come on here just to talk about that. Some parents don't get the the good grace that they deserve of different things that they do and then me as a mother I had to come to realize that I have to stop beating myself up for things that I couldn't I was not supposed to do by myself and that goes for any other single parent like if you had kids you should you should expect that father to do things for those kids though you didn't make those kids by themselves um, it, it, it took two people and, and it should just be just what it is. Just plain and simple. Now I've come across some women that's older, like in my mom's age and so forth or whatever, um, that they were, they didn't care. They, they made sure that their kids had, they didn't, you know, they, they wanted to live within themselves or being able to nurture themselves, but their main priority was their kids. And so even with the point of like not being in my mom's life a whole lot um, coming up or whatever with different things and the things that I did come up with that was so torturing and bad, um, I realized that uh, you just appreciate the good things that my grandmother did and what she taught me because the simple fact is of not just being, you know, just living in the world and so forth. You want to do the same thing as, as young kids. You want to do the things that everybody else is doing. Um, you want to be involved in certain things. My grandmother, she was old school. She didn't, she watched the television. She had a certain time that she went, went to bed. Uh, we still washed our clothes out on the, um, and hung them out on the line. I can remember that. I can even to the point that even to, uh, like the intimate clothes and stuff like that. You still, even though if you had a washing machine, you still wash them out on your hands and stuff like that. Just, just the point of showing your nurturing of being a mother. Uh, my grandmother, she showed me a whole lot within that. And Lord knows I miss her. Um, especially just being off within whatever situation, because that was just like the backbone of the family or whatever. She just was a free spirited woman and she loved to pray and stuff. And she always, be would be mindful to the point of uh you have to watch out for people because not all times people have your best interests at heart and it even goes down to some of your family members as well as your kids it is it's really sad within the point that 
a lot of kids they blame the absent they blame the attentive parent and don't blame the absent parent especially if that parent is not there to try to be able to go through the different trials and tribulations that um that a parent has to go through raising kids singly by all means i always tell myself if um if i just had the opportunity to have another child with my husband um now whatever the case may be like life would be so so different for that child or whatever i would give more nurturing and love and understanding of being able to explain stuff to them because some effect is not explaining stuff to kids that hurts them in the long run when they become older because they have in their mind that that parent's supposed to be there like you will blame them they they will blame the parent for a mishap that they have going on in their life or whatever, um, as they become older, when you become grown, you were grown. And it's still up to you if you decide that you're going to allow that, that parent or the absent parent to be in your life or you, for you to put up with the, the, the BS that they maybe have to give. It's just up to you. It's no disrespect to that parent or that, uh, that absent parent or what have you, but it's just the point that, you know, pain is pain regardless of what. But whenever you get to the point and you see that if you have an ungrateful child, a child that is uh, just old so accustomed to themselves, that neglect their kids, don't take care of their kids. And the only thing that you try to tell them is, hey, listen, you know, regardless, I may be as a parent, I may have not done all the things that. I, you felt like that I should have done and all the things that I myself felt like that I shouldn't have done that I should have done or whatever. By all means, I never neglected my kids to the point of not making sure that they had uh, the necessities that they needed or even to the point of, um, you know, a place to stay running water you got kids nowadays are still that's going through that type of turmoil and by all means it's really sad but that's just something neither here nor there but i'm just speaking up for the single parents that have uh been over backwards for their kids and done all that they say that they they needed to do and went above and beyond i i know some women now that break their neck for their kids to this day and their kids keep continuing to do old crazy old messed up stuff and don't don't get me wrong, I understand that children have to get out and learn stuff or whatever, but not at the cost of another individual. Not at the cost of another individual. If when you make those decisions um in life, and that's just even with me, different decisions that I have myself have made or whatever, I got to endure those decisions. That go for anybody. I don't care if that's uh mama, daddy, sister, brother auntie uncle cousins and so on like whenever you make those decisions in life those are your decisions and dear those are the decisions that you have to deal with you can ask god you can ask judah you can ask buddha you can ask jesus you can ask mary and the little lamb and all that to try to help you within the situation of your decisions you still gonna have to endure those decisions the repercussions of it i don't care what it is it's really hard within that um, to try to explain to people about different stuff or whatever the case may be when it comes down to certain things because you get everybody gets so accustomed to one's train of mind and then feel like, hey, I'm going to read a scripture or I, I did what I felt like I needed to do. Um, I was there or whatever, just, just to the point of being there. Um, that helps out a whole lot. But then at the same time, just being there is not enough. You got to be there to be able to tell them, hey, 
uh, uh, don't do this and don't do that. And then a lot of kids, they get to the point that they uh, become rebellious when a lot of different stuff and you tell them stuff that they to keep them from doing those things that's going to cause harm to them. They still go out and do it and they'll still blame the parent. It's really sad. Like, I feel like as a um, as a parent, I didn't have this much turmoil and and frustration with my kids and they are grown. Like when they say, I'm tell you something, when those older people used to tell you or have said to the point of that kids, they get, whenever they become grown, that's whenever they become more of a worrisome. Like it should be love and happiness among families and stuff. And especially when it comes to parents and, um, and children, but that's not the case. You got these kids now, they're so ungrateful with certain things. I had a cousin and we was talking about that, about the kids being so ungrateful. And then like you have parents, some parents that play against the kids. Like my kids are grown. That's not my, my responsibility to be trying to do and, and to go through that type of thing. I myself, I could sit up and say that, you know, at the end when my boys became teenagers and I love them by all means, uh, they just became very rebellious and wanted to do the things that they want to do. And I wanted out like totally like, listen, it was just enough for me. Like people could say what they want to say. They can sugarcoat stuff and say, well, Hey, uh, you know, my boys are good or my girls are good and stuff like that. There comes times that you just want to go trade them back in. And I'm here to tell you like there, that's, is just get to the point that you, you get like that, especially when you don't gave all your all and you don't did all you can do. And they still still not good enough. It's still not good enough. But I tell to that single parent that has been over backwards and then done all that they can do, don't give up. Love your children and let it go. Don't don't worry yourself about different things that they have going on because guess what? When you die, you die. When they die, they die. You love them. Don't worry yourself to death about different decisions that they have made or whatever the case may be. It's just sad. Even to the point that like the, uh, some parents, especially when it comes down to mothers, they, they love their grandkids. They have been over backwards for them or whatever the case may be. But even with mine, I can speak on my, my situation with my grandkids. I used to have them all the time. Even one of my grandkids, I potty trained them on the truck with me. But it got to the point that even when it come down to uh, different situations with their mother, them and their kids, you know, they, they make decisions of what they got going on. I done did my time. I done served my sentence. I, I just I just can't do that no more. And I told them, hey, I love my grandkids or whatever the case may be, um, but I just can't do all that no more. And it's sad because the simple fact is, like, grandchildren need their grandparents. Because the simple fact these millennials now they they are so lost they don't they don't want to do nothing but suck fucking and 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 uh, get high that's all they want to do and they're just plain and simple being straight up with you they want to do the same thing of what maybe their daddy did or maybe what their mama did or so forth and you know people got to get be mindful of those type of things or whatever you got young boys that they are they tend to live and nurture to their grandparent. Um, because some of the fact that they feel more safe that way, because if they go and be with their mama or their daddy, then it's all hell broke loose. Like, nah, I can't be dealing with that or whatever. I don't, um, uh, when my boys was coming up, I had, uh, they had a couple of friends that live with they, um, 
grandparents or whatever the case might be because the mama was him and, and, and there and everywhere being back and forth locked up in jail and stuff and strung out and all this other stuff like this stuff is real and I, and I and I speak on my podcast about different stuff that because this is stuff that I go through. You can't just go to the point of talking about what you see that somebody else is going through. This is real life. This is reality. And I'm talking to myself like Yolanda. You do not beat yourself up for things that your kids have put you through. They grown. That's up to them or whatever. When my head become cold, then that's it. You can't call your mama. Hey, mama, send me. $10 or $20, cash out me this and cash out me that. When it gets to the point where the parent get tired of being sick and tired, and that's going to the point of in relationships with uh, your mate or even with your family. But you, it gets it's bad when it gets to the point with your kids. When you have to say you get tired of being sick and tired. It, it's, it's really sad or whatever. And they will blame you. That's even with the point of a relationship. I have a friend of mine. She always talked about the point that uh, she's in a relationship with this dude and they've been together for however long, but the dude always get to the point of blaming her for his mishap. He don't want to work. He don't want to cook. He don't want to clean. He don't want to take care of his kids. He want to always blame the wife for it or the girlfriend for it. When by all means back to the point, no disrespect to my friend, but, uh, she got with this man. He was married to somebody else. Like y'all got together on bad terms from the get-go. Okay. His wife, they divorced or whatever the case may be. She went on and she went with somebody else. And they, you know, living how by all means. But every time you turn around, my friend, she's always talking about uh, that what the ex-wife. This wife done moved on, got her a husband, done had a child, and they living their life. But they still want to blame the ex-wife for it. No, y'all created that turmoil. Y'all created that. Y'all planted that seed. So now you got to deal with it. It's just, it's just so many different things that we tend to, we look over in to the point of reality or whatever. And I say that to myself, like you have to be really mindful of the um, people that you make children with. Because sometimes if you're making kids with, and not just to the point of your dilemma and different things that you had going on or that trauma that you don't went through or what, or, or what have you. But then you got to deal with the point of that trauma and whatever that the father done went through. Then you don't create a complete mess. Like it, it's really sad. It's really sad. Like I, I love my husband and death. Lord knows I do. Or whatever the case may be. If we, if, if we are blessed with a child or, or whatever, that God see fit for that to happen or whatever. I'm telling you, I would never be a single parent ever, ever again. That's the worst thing ever. I'm telling you it is. Might not be the the, the next person, but for me, I, I couldn't do it. If me and my husband, we we are blessed with a child, mm-mm. I would co-parent or whatever the case might be. I'll even volunteer to the point of paying child support. Seeing about a child single-handedly is not where it's at. I'm telling you it's not. Especially when they come down to the point and they become rebellious. Like, you you know, it's bad whenever the, the two-year-old kids, now they, they're talking back to the parents. You can't do nothing with them or nothing. Now, you got some kids that are very mindful, but this in this new age and time, like now you be want to really just bust them up. But you don't want to do that. You want to nurture and you want to love and you want to give respect and you want to receive respect. It don't always work out that way. 
I guess that's just life, period. Like, we just have to go through certain uh, trials and tribulations, and you got to be mindful and be okay with uh, somebody else's situation and what they have going on. But I'm telling you, it, it, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Like, I don't understand. Like, they don't, when they're in their mind, they don't really blame. They, they, they go to the point of the blame game or, or giving to the point of a negative connotation or just getting to the point in their mind and saying, well, hey, it's my mother's fault or, oh, it's my father's fault. The reason why I'm out here not doing nothing for myself. When you become grown, it's your fault. Because you have the opportunity to get out here and try to do better for yourself, but you choose not to. And that's what I did. I was like, man, I, I can't blame my mama and my daddy for the uh, way they what they had going on. I have to get out here and pound the pavement for myself and do for myself. Now, when it comes down to the point of raising my kids, of the nurturing and showing love and stuff, yeah, true enough, you know, I can even hear uh, my mom or other people's mom saying to the point, yeah, I wasn't taught to know how to love. Love, God gives all of us the opportunity to love. If you know that you can do something to love, show love to somebody, by all means do it. You shouldn't really have to be shown how to do that. Not to the extent of that love and that nurturing. Like some parents get to the point they love their kids too much. They love their kids so much they won't even want to have a life for themselves. I have a cousin that's like that. She she love her kids by all means so much. They grown. They got they married and everything. But she don't want to do nothing else but to the point of focusing on this. Then her, her marriage can't even go because every time you turn around, she's always dipping into that marriage and by how she's supposed to, the child's supposed to be treated. And this child grown. Like, let people, let sleeping dogs lie, as they say. You know what I'm saying? Let those kids be kids and uh, or be grown-ups be grown-ups and they learn and from their own mistakes and lie. Yeah, you can nurture and try to tell them, but not all the time they're going to be able to pick your decision. So sometimes they have to go through it in order to be able to understand what they need to learn from. It's sad. I'm telling you, you can't allow the, you can't say that um, you allow, hey, you let the village raise the kids. Ain't no village no more. The village been busted up 2,000 years ago. Ain't no village or whatever. So now it gets to the point that you, you got to nurture your kids and tell them, hey, listen, don't do this. Don't be hanging out with this person or whatever. You need to focus on you and take care of your kids. They don't see that. That's wrong. Oh, I don't had it to the point that um, a guy had told me to say, well, that's, that seems to the point of being selfish. That's not selfish. Taking care of your kids is not selfish. That's not selfish. Now, what selfish is if you having kids and you don't take care of them. Now, that's selfish. You got a lot of guys and even some women, they'll put their kids off on the grandparents. Nowadays, you ain't got no grandparents. The grandparents is out here uh, uh, trying to find the young boys and young girls themselves. <clears throat> it's just a lot for us to think about when we come down to the point of raising. You got to be mindful of who you have kids with. You got to try to read up on and try to get to the point of understanding their emotion and their feelings as well as your own. It's just a lot. It's a lot to think about within that situation. But I just encourage you to not give up. Pray as much as you can. Meaning like telling yourself to try to keep yourself motivated. To, to, to say that maybe, hey, one day, you know, maybe things will get better. But it's still up to that individual. You have to come to the point of acceptance. 
And then just live your life. And it's just plain and simple. I know there's more people out there that's going through um, that with their grown kids than me. There's more of them going through that trials and tribulations of different things that you're telling them or whatever. You can nurture them. You can love them. You can do whatever you can for them. But it's still up to them for them to decide what they need to do for themselves. And that goes for grown people too. That goes for grown people too. You can tell a grown person how to do something. You can you can sit them down. You can walk them through it or whatever. If they mind and decide that they want to do it a different way, they're still up to them. They're going to do it a different way. Just being able to appreciate the people that nurtured you, which I always will appreciate my grandmother, nurtured you and love you and, and be there for you or whatever. I can even say to the point I appreciated my granddaddies or whatever of them showing me that how not to receive a man or whatever. Um, just different things in life, period. Uh I'm not saying that everything that they done was bad because guess what? If it wasn't for them, then I wouldn't be here. You just have to appreciate when people are good to you and they and they nurture you and they and they bend over backers for you, especially when it comes down to a single parent. Because I'm gonna tell you something. You know, if that parent, when it gets to the point that a mom or a dad decide to say, "Hey, listen, I I, I ain't putting up with your bullshit no more, son or daughter or whatever. Either you get it right or else." Don't come asking me for nothing. A lot of a lot of kids look at that as uh that the parents neglected them. No, it's just like in life when you see all these people that's homeless that side the road and stuff like that there or whatever. It's it's because it's called burnt bridges. Like people be tired of being sick and tired. I'm homeless because I went through a rough. All these signs up and these folks talking about that they hiring. Ain't nowhere in the hell nobody homeless and talking about they hungry and broke. It's impossible. It's pride in the way you don't burnt bridges and you can't go back there and people don't got sick and tired of your BS. That's just plain and simple. They go for with the in the point of a parent, a single parent with the kids or whatever. When a when a mom or a dad say that they ain't finna do nothing else, you don't burn those bridges so much until hey, ain't no foundation. Ain't nobody ain't no use to me trying to help you no more. Can't beat yourself up for a bad decision that another person made. That's just called life and reality. You have to you have to pick yourself up and keep it moving. That's just life. Period. You got to always remember and appreciate the people that uh, have brought goodness to your life and, and, and showed you the right way. And then you also have to appreciate the, the ones that have brought you bad and turmoil too as well. Because guess what? It, it allows you to understand, to make better decisions, to not be fooled up with people like that no more. When a person shows you who you who they are, you believe them. They're just plain and simple. Appreciate the people that is there for you. Appreciate the people that has been over backwards for you or whatever. Even the strongest person get tired sometimes. They get tired. A lot of people don't feel like they do. I should see about this girl. Uh, she was strung out. Um, used to watch over and mentor. She was strung out real bad on pills and stuff like that. There until she got herself together, or whatever. 
And I told her one day, and her parents, they were pretty well off. And I sat down, and I told her, I said, listen, honey, you is very selfish. You got a whole child here, and your mom and your daddy seeing about you and your child. You out here want to get high. You be so high sometimes, you can't even change your child diaper. I said, I'm just being straight up and honest. Your mom and daddy ain't going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you. They should just cut you off. They shouldn't do nothing. Do nothing for you. Take care of that child and let you be out there on the streets. Once you lose your bag or once you lose your bread and butter, that make you think twice about how you want to treat somebody. To this day, that girl is one of my best friends on my Facebook. She has changed her life. She she's there and she's doing good for sometimes the, the truth juice helps people. Some truth juice don't help some folk though. Some truth juice break a person down so bad until they just don't they just give up on life period. But it's just up to you and what you decide you want to do. I wouldn't allow some truth juice to tell me for to break me down and just say, well, hey, I just want to give up on life period. I want to do better because I want to get back at that person and let them know, listen, I am not what you called me. That is not how I was raised. It's just something for you to think about. There's a lot of people going through a lot out here nowadays. The life is different. It ain't nothing like it used to be. Sometimes I feel like that when we, the way we was coming up in the older days was a better way of living than it is today. People don't look at it like that. You got folks out here want to have $200,000 and $300,000 housing. Can't afford it. They working from day in, ain't but 24 hours in a day. But you don't work 12 hours that day. You got to bathe. You got to eat. You got to spend time with your family. You got to sleep at least eight hours a day. That's a whole day. It's a lot for you to think about. I have to tell myself that as well. You ain't, you ain't the only one. I'm I'm struggling with it too, but we got to um, get to the point of doing things better for ourselves as well as our family, and, and you know within in order to make change, in order for things to change, we got to change. We can't just keep doing things the same way. It's okay to cut them kids off, man. It's so it's okay to cut family members off. It's okay to cut anybody off that destroys your peace. Best believe that. Because guess what? They're going to come back and they're going to need you again. And I'm not saying that you always got to be the one that they they come to you. But they'll realize eventually. I don't see people. I work with hospitals. I don't see people on their deathbed or whatever the case may be. And they still, they will hold a grudge until the last breath of them. You struggling to breathe and you still mean. You still want to cause hurt to people. That's why I was telling my mom them the other night that, um, hey, people don't always reap what they sow. You got some people here will leave him and be nasty and grimy on their last breath. And that go for kids and stuff. How can you break generational curses whenever the kids don't want to do those type of things? They don't want they don't they don't see no change. They want to they see have that one track mind. When you tell them, hey, listen, son, or listen, daughter, you have your own mind. You can think for yourself. You don't have to allow somebody else to nurture you or tell you how you're supposed to think or how you're supposed to feel. If you want to do better, if you want better, you got to do better. That's just plain and simple. My grandma always taught me that. She always taught me that. This is your girl, Mental Beauty, coming at you on a Monday. 
Remembering the good times that you had with your with your parents as well as the bad. Learning from your mistakes and whatever that you have learned from, you apply it to your life in order for things to be better for you. Stop beating yourself up about decisions that your grown kids have made or decisions that or feelings that your grown kids may have. Because guess what? At the end of the day, they still gonna make up their mind to do exactly what they want to do. Y'all have a good day. Living far apart.